Jersey Judah, back with another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Back in this motherfucker once again. And once again, this this thing is pissing me off. This always has to start off like this. But anyway, I'm back once again. Much better. All right. So continuing off the episode, last segment, which was from this morning, I apologize. I probably... Just because of space, I'm just going to compile it with this episode or with this segment for one episode. Excuse me. It's just about quarter to 8 p.m. My car still says it's fucking 94 degrees Fahrenheit. So I did what I what I was supposed to do today, which is stay my black ass in the house. I'm not trying to get any darker than what I am right now, okay? It's too hot to just be outside. Like, if you're going somewhere and doing something cool, but, like, if you just outside just to be outside doing nothing in this type of weather, jeez, come on. So, like I said, I stayed in the house most of the day, took a cat nap, got up, it's like quarter to five. So I'm like, all right. My homeboy hit me up, but I was already passed out. So I decided, all right, it's time to not be lazy. I had to put gas in his car because I'm pretty much, I run the car more than I actually drive it. I know that sounds bad, but that's pretty much the truth. So anyway, I just be chilling out in the crib, man playing video games like a fucking loser what a l7 but yeah that's what i was pretty much doing playing video games and now i'm back because uh there was a couple videos we didn't go over one being this goofy bitch well goofy bitches talking about their therapist ghosting them we also have a couple con well one content creator who's new to me which is red pilled reekin and he talks about the places you do not approach women at. And we got my homeboy. He's like one of the only PUAs that I fuck with. The 33 Secrets. Okay? We got the 33 Secrets. I don't. I forgot what he's talking about. But most of the shit he talks about is gold, yo. I'm not even going to lie. As a PUA, like it's never about pickup game. But it's about the reality that these guys are red pill wear. And a lot of these guys were the ones to bring out those, you know, phrases and shit from, you know, the the uh, the PUA culture and the pickup culture being, you know, mystery Strauss, all these other all these other people. You know what I mean, so I acknowledge him for sure. But we got we got some shit to get into, man. We got some shit to get into. Ain't no need to waste any fucking time. You dig? There's no reason to waste any time at all. So we might as well come in with the raw, the real, and the red pill. And sometimes from a black pill perspective. I believe this is it. So 
Let's find out if this is the video. So, hey, TikTok, what does it mean when you've been ghosted by your therapist? Oh, for real. Like, I'm asking for a friend. And um, they would like to know what it means when you've been ghosted by your therapist. Like, all of a sudden, your therapist never, ever calls you. Let's say that the said therapist was always late to begin with when you had an appointment. Like, according to my friend, they would have an appointment <laughs> and then the therapist would be like 15, 20 minutes late to set appointment. And sometimes um, my friend would have to remind them that we had, that they had an appointment and I'm confused why she would be ghosted for my friend. What's up with that? Uh, 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 Help. You know, caught that, right? Help your friend, right? Your friend. Got it. That makes sense. Like every time when these women say, my friend, you know, my friend talks about she's having problems with such and such. That's you who has the problem, bitch. Ain't, ain't nothing to do with your friend. The friend that's inside of your head, bitch. Seems a little crazy. <laughs> my therapist ghosted me. She never ever replied to me again after our last our last meeting, yeah. in which I asked, "Are you breaking up with me?" Because she'd asked me what was wrong. I had a problem. She thought my problem was the fact that she was going to charge me um, for missing Tuesdays because of COVID. Um, and I said, "You and I both know that it's up to you whether I'm charged or not." So she had a whole rebuttal in place for that. But when my response was finally, yes, you've taken away the safety I feel here, she ghosted me. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. You smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> Y'all get ghosted by hot people? Well, I just got ghosted by my therapist. We are not the same. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I started seeing this one therapist um, on Lyra. Thanks, Starbucks. Um, and, like, I had done, like, two or three sessions with her. And, like, she never answered me after, like, my second or third session. Like, I was emailing her, like, hey, girl, like, I'm trying to make my appointment. Like, what's up? Like, when can I schedule? Um, no response. So I was like, maybe she's out of town. So I waited a month, messaged her again. No response. And I was like, oh my God, like, what? Like, why is she not answering me? Because it's the right thing to do. Can I go down? Real men of genius. Hey, what's up, guys? Now, last night I did a... All right, man, this is the new content creator that, that, that was supposed to be the first video, but fuck it. Hearing about women being ghosted by their therapist for some reason, that's funny to me. Like, how bad does your life story really have to be for your therapist to go, yeah, you know what? Uh, there's somebody else. There's somebody else that I... Uh, would like to recommend you. If y'all niggas ever seen niggas and niggas, and I say nigga universally, as a melanated man, 
Um, white people who say nigga, like that doesn't bother me. I, I, I figure I should just make a quick PSA because like, I get tired of I get tired of like the situations where. Like we as black people, as me as a black person, I'm not saying everybody's listening is black, obviously, but what I'm saying as a black person. Uh, we tend to get away with saying the most out-of-pocket shit. Like, the most out-of-pocket shit. We get away with it. Comes to race, politics, and shit like that. White people can't even talk about race a little bit without somebody of color, not just being black, getting offended. And I think Trump was one of those people who was like one of those white people who spoke his mind straight up. He was straight up. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing that I respect about Trump the most. Compared to, you know, your politician, even like, even the name politician come down to something. But see, like with me and motherfuckers who say, nigga, I don't give a shit. At this point in my life, cool. I mean, I would appreciate it if you wouldn't say around me. <laughs> like, like I get it. Like, it's like locker room talk. If you catch my drift, like a bunch of white people together, they're white. You see what I mean? Like, so if they see something niggerish, they're going to they gonna say like, yo, that's some coon shit. Or they're going to say whatever racist shit that they can say amongst their group. Do I consider that racist? Yes. Is it them that are racist? Not necessarily. I've said a lot of out of pocket shit and I'm not racist at all. I'm not racist by any means. If anything, I'm, I'm very, I'm very, uh, equal minded when it comes to hatred. I hate niggas just as much as I hate uh white trash. If if that makes any if that makes any sense. But I don't look at all black people as just stereotypical niggas and I don't look at white people as all racist, cross burning white trash. You see what I mean? There's a balance. But that's just my side rant. We got this content creator man. New content creator to me at least. Um, red pill Rican, and I'm gonna let you guess what his ethnicity is. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna let you guess what his ethnicity is. Shout out to the shout out to the Puerto Ricans out there. Shout out to the Dominicans and all that type of funky shit. Let's get into it. Hey, what's up, guys? Now, last night I did a I did an Instagram live with Old School Matt talking about the best places to meet women. If that is something that will interest you, go ahead and check out his Instagram page. I'm gonna put it right there below. Go ahead and look him up. It was probably the best live we've ever done, in my opinion. But for me, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about the worst places you can meet women. And the first one should not surprise you at all. Now, I'm talking about online dating. Now, as I have stated before, once upon a time, online dating was super easy and pretty much guaranteed way of meeting up women, hooking up, dating, whatever it is that you're looking for. Again, this is the early to mid-2010s before everything just went downhill. Now, the lie detector test determined you are telling the truth. You know how true that is? Like, I ain't shit, right? In the scheme of things, I know I'm just a mortal human being, but I am a man. I can remember before Facebook and pretty much at that time where MySpace was just becoming a thing. And the dating sites were so easy. It's it was it was really easy to find women at that time. 
like granted you had women with high expectations but they didn't really have that platform to speak the mind speak their minds the way that they do today so all the entitlement all the entitled bitches they were put to the side entitled bitches put to the side they incorporated different like like women like if you if you were just an average guy and you went on a dating app, you'll find a good chance you'll find at least a below average bitch. Some cases, guys will be lucky to get an average broad as an average guy. Nothing wrong with that. Seems fair, right? Today, that doesn't really exist. The guy who's average and the guy, the guy who's average has a mountain to climb. Um, the sub five, the guys who are like five, four, three, twos, and ones, they don't, they don't really stand a chance on, on the online dating scene. And then a guy who's black pill and from a black pill perspective, you would say, well, shit, if you can't do nothing online, then what the fuck you got in person? Oh yeah, sure. A lot of, a lot of people will say, well, I can display my character, right? Cause you can't display character on a dating profile. Well, you could, you can, you can explain your characteristics, but unless someone actually sees it, you don't have a shot. But then a lot of guys who wouldn't approach women at all, who don't even consider approaching women, will just look at online dating as an alternative. But back in 2003, four, and all that shit, I can remember, not even then. Matter of fact, let me stop playing. I would say... After high school, even when Facebook just came out, dating apps was still was still decent. You didn't have to be like you didn't have to be you didn't have to be like the best to get women and to get communication and at least have something. Hookups, girls that would come get dropped off. I had this one chick, I remember this one chick, she was a fucking bum. She, she turned 25. No, 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 no. She was 25 years old and I was turning 21. And I told you guys this story before in the past. She came down f- for my birthday. First time meeting this broad, by the way. Talking on Zeusk. How about that? A throwback for y'all. Because at one time, Zeusk was like the dating app for Facebook. For people who remember that. Zeusk was the dating apps was the actual dating app officially for Facebook. So she comes down, buys me a hoodie. And I'm not going to lie. She was like, she was, she was like a four. I don't even care. I was 21. I was trying to get laid. I remember this day perfectly because later that day, well, actually, no, I remember that I remember it because the next day my uncle took me to a bar and I was already 21 as if I'd never been to a bar before. So I had to act like (laughs) they had been in in a bar since I was like 17, 16, 16 to 17. But anyway, bought me a hoodie and I can just know like, all right, man, I might as well fuck her. She's I, I can't just kick her out. I wasn't that much of an asshole then, but I already knew I could fuck. So I fucked her. 
sent her on her merry little way. Then she tried to hit me up later on as if the pussy was good at all, which was which was it was actually garbage. But she tried to say something like, oh, well, you know, we should hang out again and this and that. And then she tried to tell me that, you know, this bitch had a motherfucking son. This bitch, this bitch had a son and didn't tell me till like three weeks after I fucked her. Like, of course, I want nothing to do with that. Of course, I'm out of here. Of course, you're on your own now. Because I ain't shit. But this bitch really wasn't shit. And we talking, what, 21? Jesus. Oh, man. I'm old. (laughs) Jesus. 21 years old. I'm 33 now. So I'm just trying to think. Wow, 21. So that's 12 years. All right, so 12 years ago. <coughs> and what's 12 years ago? 2000, 2011? I think it was 2011, some shit like that. And um, it was just, it was just one of those situations, like one of those red pill situations earlier on in life that I just never really thought about until, of course, I found and understood and became uh, more red pill aware. Or it's like, damn, this bitch really tried to bait me into a relationship as a single mother at age 21. Now, keep in mind, this shit isn't out of the norm by any means, because a lot of us growing up, we know of a woman who got pregnant at 15, 16, some cases even 13 and 14 to the extreme. And, you know, this goes back to the fucking Maury show. Back when Maury show, the Maury show had these 12-year-old, 13-year-olds sucking dick and and fucking niggas for money. Now, what's interesting about this situation is today, like, if you think about it, like, the Maury show low-key predicted all the fuckery that's taking place today, but not on camera. The lie detector test determined you are telling the truth. Tell me I'm wrong. Because all of us grew up knowing a woman, a girl, excuse me, a teen, a minor who got pregnant. We know even more minors who's gotten abortions. You see what I mean? Either or, it's just a bad look either way. See what I mean? Because... Oh, yeah, to keep a child is, like, noble and shit. Yeah, that's humane. If you look at it that way, you can put it, you can place the baby um, for adoption. But then, like, women are just, I think a lot of women are just selfish in that point. They don't want to ruin their bodies, even though they made terrible decisions, sleeping with multiple men, as if that's going to make their bodies um, even more healthier. And, and I don't know. It's, it's, it's very sickening. But we're going to check out this nigga, man. We're going to keep going. <clears throat> Pause on checking out this nigga, but we're going to keep listening to what this man has to say. 
back then, if you went ahead and messaged a woman and she answered you back, or if you went ahead uh, or if a woman messaged you and you went ahead and responded because you liked what you saw, it was pretty much guaranteed that you guys. Let me bring this up. Women actually hit it. Women, there wasn't swiping back then. If, if a woman was interested, she can go in your profile, hit you up instantly. And no, it's not a thought bot. No, it's not a lonely fans ad. No, it's not a bitch trying to get you on her webcam. It's real women. As an average guy, you would have slightly below average, or if you were lucky, you would have average women hitting you up trying to conversate. Today, that's not the case. Today, that's definitely not the case. I'm actually going to meet up. Now, did I have women that just ghosted and disappeared the day up back then? Yeah, but it was very rare. I'm talking about like less than a handful to the point to where I didn't really think about it too much because in my mind, I just chalked up to the individual woman. I mean, how goofy can you be that you reached out to me or you answered my message and then when it comes time to actually link up, nothing happens, you know, crickets, you know what I'm saying? That has pretty much become the norm now given the times that we're in. On top of that, Online, with online dating is they have the nerve, the audacity to go ahead and charge you to be ignored because most women now, you know, based on my experiences from online dating within the last couple of years, well, I quit online dating about a year ago. I still had success, but here's the thing. In terms of success, what I'm talking about is I had a curve and swipe right on a bunch of women that were just posting their Instagram accounts, their Snapchats. They were just trying to get their social media following up and it was pretty obvious. And they a lot of cats aren't talking about this. Well, a good amount of people, actually. Let me be honest. A lot of people are. Well, some people, I would say, within this um, male space that we have, right? Where women don't go on dating apps to look for dates like that. They go on dating apps, especially younger women. They go on there to try to get their clout, post links to their Instagram. It's like bitches who go on TikTok. A lot of bitches go on TikTok shaking their ass and showing little clothing and give links to their webcam and OnlyFans accounts. You still have teens who go on TikTok. You see you see where this is going, right? So now <clears throat> it's it's really a lose-lose. Cause like if if you're dealing with women today, a young woman, and she hits you up. She's automatically she's automatically going to have those expectations that we always talk about here. She's automatically going to have that entitlement because of the validation that she gets as woman in person. A lot of women can only get attention. A lot of women can only get attention online because they doll themselves up with all that fucking makeup. You're not going to see a lot of bitches out here. During these type of conditions, you're just not unless they're going to the beach or they're doing something that's somewhat eventful. Women aren't just going to be randomly walking around in the heat because they already they already caked up with so much makeup. There's some women that I've actually seen <clears throat> like there's some women, a lot of women who I'm friends with, whether online or whatever. And are when I when I used to be on Instagram like three or four years ago, because i deactivated that because to me it was just pointless to be on Instagram but I would see all these women who would be dolled up and a regular guy 
I wouldn't even say blue pill, just a regular guy who doesn't even know about the pill perspective, doesn't believe the pill perspective. Even he'll say, hmm, okay. And then when you see the woman in person, you may not even recognize her from all the makeup she had. See, this is how deep this shit's getting, where for women, it's just about validation and that dopamine hit of attention and DMs and just thirsty guys. That That's what solidifies a bad bitch. How many thirsty men can she get? But how many men can she actually keep? Hmm. Can I go down? You got those women where they just want to advertise their OF accounts, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you got women there where they Cook. just want to post their cash at Cook. and try to lure you in with, hey, you know, Cook. send me five or ten bucks and see what happens. Yeah, you're going to get unmatched. That's what's going to happen. Mwah. You know what I'm saying? Bye-bye. That is basically what online dating has become now. It has become polluted with women who are abusing or misusing, rather, what online dating is supposed to be. And that these dating apps have the audacity, the nerve to charge you for that nonsense. You know what I mean? And any woman that you would have liked that probably we would have matched with and met up, they have they went ahead and they lock them behind paywalls now. That, to me, is not worth that at all. And to make it even worse, fellas, 90% of users on any given platform average together, 90% of users are men. So... Your your likelihood of meeting women on there to slim down just like that, and then bye bye, bye bye. Time wasted, GTA fashion. Time wasted. Okay. Yeah, it's always been a sausage fest. If you go online, like online dating, like. Most online dating apps go by, of course, your location. So if you turn your location on, most of the people who have their location on has a literal GPS of the perimeter and radius of where each people are located. So, for example, I'll create a dating app. I'll put three pictures. Matter of fact, I'll put four. Okay. One picture I'll have with an entourage of people. Doesn't have to be a new picture old picture, something like that, a more personal picture, and then a picture on the outdoors, probably me skating, right? This is what I did back in the day, all right? My radius from where I'm at is going to peak probably Philadelphia and like the outskirts of New York, probably like Jersey City, shout out to Jersey City, North Brunswick, shout out to North Brunswick, and areas like that. Like, I think that's Middlesex. Shout out to the whole Middlesex County, right? But that's where my radius will end from my location, right? Now, automatically, the women that are going to be on there just to keep it a buck with you, they're either going to be cam girls, you know what I mean? And bitches who people, it could be just a guy who has the account of, of three different people. With the same picture, just a different name. You'll see different, a lot of scamming, a lot of trickery is going on. And it's a sword fight, pretty much. Pause. That's what it is. Because it's a bunch of men looking for a small portion of women. And even those small portion of women want nothing to do with them because they're on there for validation or they're on there for the next best thing. 
out of that ten percent of women, how many do, will you actually find attractive? So that gets even smaller. Mm. Now, out of the amount that you find attractive, how many are actually going to link up? And that number dwindles even more. Now, you know, you also got the case of online dating being flooded with women where they're just there not because to link up with anybody, but they may not have their cash apps or anything posted, but they just want to see if they still got it. It is very easy for women to go ahead and post a bunch of thirst traps or something like that just to see how many matches they can get, just to see how the lie detector test determined you are telling the truth. How many messages they can get. It is a complete, a complete waste of time now. And chances are, if you're those guys where you had successful online dating or you just go with women anyway, you don't really use online dating like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I quit it a year ago because I don't really need it. And it's become a huge waste of time. So just get rid of the dating apps. I don't really see the point of it. The best way you could go ahead and send a message to these apps is to go ahead and just delete the apps and try to meet women in person. And it's gotten so bad that websites that used to be free that I used back in like 2012 and 2013, when I went ahead and tried to use them again around 2019, they at this point now, a lot of them, they started to charge now just for you to be able to respond back or open up messages. I'm like, what's this? You know, I didn't have to pay for this stuff back then. They're doing it now. So no, it can't be more obvious that it's a scam. Now, if online dating is still your thing for whatever reason, guys, you don't need these dating apps. Ironically, you know what a more successful app is to actually meet people, uh, to meet up with people? Instagram. And that has been proven that it is way more effective than these dating apps. Why? Because Instagram doesn't lock up DMs or any of that stuff behind a paywall. You don't have to, you know, do those, you know, you're not limited to how many swipes per day that you can get. Because I know a lot of you guys, you like to mass swipe. And this is why you're also gassing up a lot of three, threes out of ten. Gassing up three out of tens. Now, I do disagree with them with the whole Instagram thing. I find Instagram just to be as toxic as dating apps. In fact, if anything, you're just better off. I would honestly say you're just better off going on dating apps. If you're actually going that route, then to go on Instagram and just you're talking about thirst traps. You're you're in the fucking kingdom of thirst traps and you're just going into random chicks that you find attractive DMs. It's like, dude, it's not a good look, champ. It's not a good look at all. It reminds me of something. But that's a whole different story, you know. So Instagram has been way more successful in linking people together than any of these dating apps, and it's free. You don't gotta pay nothing. Just go ahead. You can send a message, which I I don't advocate you do because they already get plenty of DMs as it is. I I say just let the woman DM you. In my opinion. <laughs> Okay, so this is this is like the micro issue with a lot of red pill content creators, right? Just because you are of some level of attraction or you think you're of some level of attraction, and this is no diss against him, it doesn't mean that sub fives can listen to you and become you or can get options that you get. And I think a lot of this shit is never addressed. Because it's all a part of that dream. It's almost like a prosperity. It's almost like, you know, like the prosperity pastors. It's like these mega church pastors, right? And all they do 
in actuality is they sell you hope. Same like these prosperity pimps do. They sell you hope and they sell you prosperity. For a fee, with this training or with this seminar or with this program or with this or with that, it's always about getting the dollar. Some of these guys have good information, but at the same time, you can probably find that information somewhere else, but it will be somebody it will be someone who's trying to get their foot in, someone who's less popular. But maybe somebody who's just as passionate, maybe someone who is more passionate because they don't have that opportunity and they don't have um, the success as the next man. But for me, when you say things like anybody, when a guy says something like, yeah, wait for her to wait for these women to uh, inbox you. Come on, guys. Let's be let's be 100 here. There's the 80 percent for a reason. And it's really not just because the entitlement of women. I think a lot of men have reached a point where they stop caring in a, in a negative sense, where they don't take good care of themselves. They allow themselves to reach a point and then wonder why women don't even look their way or don't have anything to say to them. You know what I mean? You got to look at things on a more realistic perspective. If you want to just sit and bitch about it, you can. You might have an audience because there's a lot of people who enjoy listening to it, including myself, because I just want to get into the mind. I think that's where the Elliot Roger fascination came in, where it was like, I just wanted to get into the mind of this individual and, and know where this hatred stemmed from. And if there's really a solid connection to this and, and average men or even men within the 80 percent. And I'm going to say no. I think it's the extreme case of an incel. So the extreme case of an incel would be violent. But then his upbringing, you would you would you you would think with his upbringing, he would have a better outcome. But then you learn about some of his uh, he had some form of autism. I think that was brought up later on, maybe like months after he died, um, something of that nature. And so that kind of got scrapped because then you would say, well, are all incels autistic? And of course not. But there's there's the only connection is with the name and sell. And then you still have people who look at Elliot Roger as a hero. But I think a lot of those guys troll and the people for those guys who troll and say it, it is kind of funny in a fucked up way. I have a fucked up sense of humor. So. But I think Andrew Tate, he had said something like he had said something. I, I caught a clip like a couple nights ago. He was talking about this fascination that certain people have with chaos and everybody has it, you know, um, it's constructed different. So like, for example, you may love watching football. Matter of fact, fuck football. No disrespect. You may like UFC. You may like boxing. A girl or a woman that you're with or woman in general will say, oh, that's violent. That's this and that. But these bitches will watch Bad Girls Club and watch all these all these shows where bitches fight and cuss each other out all day. And they can never, and when a guy points out the hypocrisy, she gets upset because it, it makes sense. A lot of women are hypocrites, but it's that form of whatever, 
like that fascination of combat or, you know, uh, Andrew Tate mentioned bestgore.com, which they took that down a minute ago. I used to watch those videos growing up and it's fucked up how he says it because I actually agree with him. I didn't watch that shit because I was fascinated with seeing people get beheaded or nothing like that. To me, it was like almost desensitizing. It's like I see it in television or I'll see it in movies, you know, uh, exaggerated to the highest degree for entertainment. It It's leaked on the Internet. Why not see it? I know that's a fucked up way of thinking, but a lot of people, Rotten.com, for people who remember that shit back in the day, there's a lot of crazy shit that was out there. And back in the day, we were getting on that shit on the Internet in schools. We were in we were in middle school going on Rotten.com, dude, just through proxy websites, just to get through proxy servers. Oh, yeah, I'm a little bit of a square for sure. But we would get through all those sites. No, no, there were all those sites back in the day, just in like middle school. And I'm like two blocks away from my middle school. So the funny thing is. Like when people mention it, like they say it like, oh, man, you're just fascinated with death and this and that. It's like, no, our society is fascinated with death. Our society is fascinated with advertising violence because they know that there is people who feed off of that, not in a necessarily negative way or a psychological way. It's a release like, hey, I'm going to play Call of Duty and shoot a bunch of people online. Right now. The next person will say, oh, you're a fucking loser, man. It's fucking stupid. This and that. You know, meanwhile, they play Pokemon Go or some dumb shit like that. You know what I mean? It's always it's always those type of cats and women in general. You can't even really have this conversation with women. But the whole Instagram shit that that's that to me, that's going to be a no for me, dog. That's better. That's worked for me much, much more better. You know what I'm saying? But it is Instagram itself, uh, Facebook, way more effective in meeting women than it, than these dating apps are. You know what I'm saying? And it's not. Now we'll give him credit for mentioning Facebook because I've I've gotten pussy off Facebook. There was a time when Facebook came out. It's the same story. Facebook came out had the same same principle before Zeus even became the dating app for Facebook. A lot of a lot of people, i.e. men, were taking advantage of that shit, hooking up with bitches that they used to go to middle school with, hooking up with bitches that they went to elementary school with and, and finally caught their name online and shit. Like there's guys out there. We're predators in that sense as men, not in no super devious way, not in no fucking pedophile way, but we're predatory when it comes. At that time, there was a lot of guys who were talking about hooking up with bum bitch like bitches who were bums back in the day but who were bad who they were able to link up with through facebook come on man there's so there's endless stories so he he's going somewhere with facebook because facebook is more descriptive instagram is just based on visual it's based on pictures you know what i'm saying so you're gonna get more entitled women who have this queen goddess mentality so you're gonna have to go through and even if you're a guy Who's like that in, in terms of looks where women will hit you up? The women that will hit you up, you're probably doing the same thing that they do to every guy. 
see how much money they got, see if they can cash app them. Because really, a lot of chicks on Instagram, a lot of guys don't notice, a lot of chicks got their uh, Instagram link directly to their cash app. So what are they doing with that, huh? If you got a link, if you consider yourself a IG model and you have a link to a cash app, I wonder what else is going on. All right, so if that's your thing, you're much better off just using these methods. You know what I mean? Second place, the clubs. Now, let me tell you something about women who visit the clubs that always have girls' nights, that always, you know, got to go out and party and shake their ass and all this stuff. These types of women, they pretty much, what they do is they go out not necessarily to look for some guy to bring back, but they go out for the same reason they use online dating, just to, just for attention, just to see how many guys they can, you know, are going to approach them that they can shoot down, just to see. The lie detector test determined you are telling the truth. How many drinks, free drinks they can get out of some sucker that all they have to do is flourish, show them a good time, and then leave them with blue balls. Now, me personally, if I'm getting a whole lot of flirtation with no action, that is a waste of my damn time. That is not fun to me. I mean, it's fun to women because that was the whole point. But if you're flirting with me and you're giving me no action, you're wasting my damn time. You're wasting my money. Why am I even talking to you? Go waste another sucker's time. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so no, you know, all cook, that flirting, all that, cook, that is not fun. That was a waste of time. So shout out to my Rika nigga right now. He cooking. Although he is shot out about the Instagram shit. I still disagree with the Instagram comment. But yeah, the clubs. And I love how he compared it, man, because really that's what it is. Because, <coughs> dude, compared to what is going on today, back in the day, social media, Facebook and all that shit was the club. That was that that was more of social interaction of social media. A bitch had to go to the club. She had to go to the bar on weekends because she couldn't describe what she was doing or hit somebody up instantly online and find out what's going on next week, etc. She actually had to go out there. Today, you, you you make everything so easy for the guys and the women who already have it alone, and you make it even more difficult for the people who never had a chance to begin with. And another thing with these women is you think, okay, she want to come home with me tonight, so maybe I'll just I'm gonna do the whole dating, uh, the whole dating coach advice. I'm gonna wait a week or two and then I'm gonna hit her up. You see, that's not gonna work with these types of women because women who go out a lot, they tend to have a large social network of friends, acquaintances, and other orbiters who are probably thinking the same thing that you're thinking. You think this woman's gonna remember who the hell you are by the time the night is over? Probably not. Her ass is probably drunk in the first damn place, and you're gonna be that sucker ass clown that hits her up, you know. Doing the whole three to four date rule or a uh, day rule or whatever it is that you're doing. And who's that? Oh, it's Mr. MVP! Thinking that, oh yeah, I remember you, how are you? Thinking that she was wondering about you. No, she's gonna be like, um, who is this? Can you send me a picture so I can remember who you are? That That's gonna be your sucker ass, and you're eager uh, to use uh, uh, because uh, you thought you were so special. You know, you thought you were the exception. <laughs> but look at it this way if you were really the exception, you know, such a max, such a player, then why the hell did you bring her back that same night if that was the case? You know what I'm saying? If these types of women, if they were really, you know, if they really wanted you like that, it would be nothing for them, you know, to hear you go ahead and say, well, let's cut to the chase and bring her back to my place. They will go ahead and just let their girlfriends know, like, hey, I'm going back home with this dude, and that's it. 
You know what I'm saying? So if you let these women take up a lot of your time, that is your fault, first and foremost, for not coming to the chase. And secondly, you probably missed a lot of body language signs that gave away that she wasn't really fucking with you like that. You know what I mean? Now, the third place that should be obvious is the workplace. Now, not necessarily because you won't get laid or you won't meet anybody because the exact opposite is the truth. As a matter of fact, the more women enter the workforce, the more affairs happen, and mostly from women on top of that. Don't don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what the numbers show. You know, a lot of affairs are happening at the workplace, primar- primarily in places like IT jobs, education, you know, stuff where you're in the office, you know, office type scenery. This is where it's going on at. And it's not, again, it's not the worst place because, you know, you're not going to have a chance of meeting up and hooking up. Exact, as a matter of fact, the reason why it's one of the worst places is because of the risk factors involved. Do you really want to risk your career and your reputation, you know, over some temporary fun? Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. Y- you know, it's, it kind of sucks as a man today because a woman can easily make a claim against you and it is automatically believed. For example, the lie detector test determined you are telling the truth. You know, this could be a woman you never gave her the time of day or nothing, but she's feeling you. She goes on and makes a move, you reject her, she's feeling some type of way, and then she goes on to file the claim with human resources telling you, I mean, telling them that, hey, you know, so-and-so just made a move on me, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. Now it's going to require a mandatory meeting with HR, they're probably going to release you from work, fire your ass, you know, maybe put you on probation or whatever, because you have no proof of your side, you know, they're just going to automatically take her side because that is just today's environment. That's been that's been the environment, more or less. But he is absolutely correct. And I've always said it. I've said it back when I had the uh, Renegade Red Pill YouTube channel where I talked about. You have to, as a man, become a mercenary at your workplace. And of course, me being in a school, a school district, working for school districts, it's, of course, mostly it's like 85 percent of the chances that there's over 65% of the women in these workplaces. And of course the temptation is there. There's a lot of times where as a guy, if you're unattractive and if you're one of those guys who are like, just not really hateful towards women, but you have no real understanding towards women, you, you're going to, you're going to hate it because you're going to be around a good portion of attractive women. And because you never gotten with women, you're going to pedestalize women even more. And that's going to get you in trouble because you'll find yourself trying to flirt with a woman and then she'll have you report it. There's a lot of situations that a lot of people just don't really, a lot of guys don't really think about, you know what I'm saying? Now, being a guy who has somewhat looks or you may not consider yourself to be anybody, not in the terms of low self-esteem, but you just don't have, you don't have that selfish, narcissistic aspect about you. Um, You may have women hit on you. You may go for debate and initiate conversation and she'll say that the conversation went left field and you got sexual. Then there's another fucking claim for you. There's a lot more um, disadvantages in general. So I always... I always promote the idea of just being a mercenary at the workplace. Like if somebody talks to me, I'll talk back. I don't go out there, especially with a lot of these women, but in, but in a lot of cases, 
it's understandable that a lot of men are like that. It is not to say that women understand it because they'll they'll never truly understand that. I mean, they'll never truly understand it. So the sad part is, <coughs> like I said, a lot of guys, it's just like Patrice O'Neill explained it the best. It's like being a bear. And going to the workplace is like being a bear, being around fish covered in honey. And that's women. Right? They'll try to entice you. I've trust me, there's a lot of shit that, you know what I mean? A lot of things that's happened to me. That if I was a if I was a woman, I would be reporting left and right. The thing about it with me is I'm a man, I don't give a shit. And for a woman, to go out of her way and try to initiate whatever conversation and some conversations go to a certain place, that's more of a pat on the back for me than anything. So that doesn't bother me. For a lot of women, that's not the case. (coughs) Women have the ultimate choice of selection. She can say, well, if this guy says something to me that's vulgar, that's fine. If that guy says it, I'm going to the manager. See, that's what the advantage is for women. Just like if you live with a woman, y'all get into an argument and she try to do some dumb shit and you yell at her, she's going to fucking call the fucking police and say that you threaten her. You'll be out there in handcuffs in no time. It's the advantage that a lot of these women have. And they've always had it. They just never really. It's either they play dumb or they just don't really understand how much leverage that they have in this country of the United States of America. Now, you see, I would say go ahead personally, I would go ahead and secretly start recording for interactions like this for your own protection because sometimes it, it got nothing to do with what the men are doing. Sometimes it's just a woman, you know, taking rejection personal. You know, cause women are not typically used to rejection. They're used to throwing themselves at a guy and a guy just accepting. Mm-hmm. So for them to get rejected, it's things like none other. So in their mind, it's like, okay, I got to get some kind of back pay or payback. He's absolutely right. <clears throat> and the less attractive women today, they have that mindset of still the top, the top guys that she's trying to reach. So she'll have the same expectation. You know, that a um, that essentially a, a modern day female would have with makeup and who takes a bath and who's not shaped like a sumo wrestler. Same opportunities, endless. Average guy with washboard abs, for example. The washboard abs don't mean nothing if he essentially has average looks. Now, that's just the cold, hard truth today. Now, previously, as we talked about earlier, he would have a good option. He would have good options if he took pictures of him working out in the gym, in his car, with his friends, all this like typical shit that PUAs would tell you to do or like dating coaches would tell you to do if you're dating online. He have a variety of pictures, et cetera. He'll, he would have probably two, maybe three times the amount of nothing that he has today. And that's any guy, not any guy, but most guys who are average and who go to the gym. See what I mean? Today, 
it's the full package. You can't just max on looks. Well, you can, actually, absolutely. You can max on looks. And actually, that would give you a better... That would give you a better standing with women. It's just the women who want those looks aren't women worth competing for. I'll just put it to you like that. Because I've never been rejected rejected before. Something needs to happen. It just happens. As a matter of fact, I shared a TikTok video of a guy where, you know, he actually had this happen. Because I think one woman kept approaching him who was married anyway in the first place. She was married, still hitting on this dude. And it got to the point where he smartened up and was like, you know what? I'm going to start recording. He did just that. And I guess she finally gave up and went to complain and make a harassment claim against him. And she actually managed to convince two quote-unquote witnesses to what went down. Sure. But because you recorded everything, her and those witnesses got fired. Now, Bye-bye. it was released whether those uh, other witnesses were, fi- uh, were females or males. But regardless, the fact that she was still able to convince you know, two other witnesses to her claims when there's when it obviously never happened is a pretty scary thought. So when I'm saying that work is one of the worst places you could try to meet women at, that's one of them. Especially if you're a married guy, because now you're gonna go ahead and see this woman every day. She probably knows that you're married, and eventually it's gonna get to a point to where she's gonna want to be promoted from side chick to the main chick. You, you know how that works. If a woman doesn't get her way, she's gonna make your life miserable. Can I go down? Mission failed. We'll get them next time. So when you go ahead and you start messing with women at work, this is what you're opening yourself up for. Now, if you still want to go ahead and mess with women at work, all right, you know what? Go ahead, man. More power to you. Like I said, I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to stand on the soapbox. If you want to go ahead and do that, do you. But there are tactics. There are tactics. I will say that. Now, I never talked to a woman from work ever. I'll talk to a woman at work, but I don't talk to a woman from work. Meaning it has to go two ways. Either in this situation is like at the extreme. It goes two ways. Either we communicate at the job, professional, and I deal with you. I don't deal with you at all out of work. Or there can be a a sneaky, a sneaking arrangement where... You initiate conversation with a woman from work. You find out she may live in your area, et cetera, et cetera. Y'all talk a little. Y'all don't get anywhere crazy, but then you just come up with the idea of, hey, what are you doing, such and such. That could work. That will most likely not work, especially today. But there are ways of doing it. It's not advised that you do so, but there are ways. I would say you thoroughly pro- you will thoroughly vet that woman properly to make sure she understands what the situation is. That you would never promote her b- above a booty call, never promote her above a side chick, whatever your situation is, so that she gets that firmly ingrained in her mind. It doesn't mean she'll understand it as time goes on, because again, women are emotional. So she could completely just disregard everything she agreed to months or even years ago and just be like, you know what? My time hasn't come up yet. He hasn't done it. So you know what? I'm going to make his life miserable. And then- I think it's I think it's the same with men. A man would probably be just as emotional. But then again, you're talking about guys who have side chicks, which is very less than likely considering most of the guys don't even have necessarily chicks to begin with. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. They don't even have those options to start off with. So yeah, if you if you got a bitch 
like if you got a bitch and let's just say let me see if I can drive with this random high idea that may not be a good one but I'm going to do it anyway but I got my phone on my charger from my cigarette lighter USB cord thingy whatever the fuck it is and I have it attached to my steering wheel and no it doesn't it might work hold up let me see This shit might work. Nah. Nah, it ain't gonna work. That was a high thought, man. If I could find an attachment, I'll probably make one. That's what I'll end up doing. Nigga rigging something. You know what I mean? Do what we do best as creative black folks of this country and society. Anyway, you never really want to get involved with any anybody really from work. And that includes fellow people, unless you know those people from outside of work. Because then you don't know how people react to certain things. You may tell somebody a goofy, crazy, over-the-top story that's between you guys, because it's something personal, and then he may tell it to the next person at work. A person that you may not even know. Now he knows something about you because of the person you deal with. So it goes both ways for men and women at work. You gotta become a mercenary. You gotta fight that. <clears throat> See, this is the reason why a lot of times <clears throat> you'll have guys who who's with no fat, and I'm with no fat. But certain guys need a release because Certain guys are getting options to begin with, but now they're going into the work environment filled with women who they would consider options, either out of their thirst or just out of their, you know, preference and attraction. And a lot of these guys will be quick to display this, like, gentleman, this gentleman, um, characteristic this gentleman like characteristic and it usually never works with women and if anything it allows women to take advantage of these men and and it allows these women to have their own collection of male cheerleaders which are essentially the beta male orbiters which are essentially the men who are friend zone a lot of guys say the friend zone don't exist these are guys who are bums these are guys who never approach women and never got to uh, reject it because they're afraid of even going out there and committing to anything. They keep it 1,000 with you. Y'all niggas already know how we coming, man. We cooking up. Let's finish this off. There you go. You're going to ruin your name and your career for what? You know what I'm saying? But that's what you make yourself vulnerable to when you go ahead and mess with women at work. So... Definitely stay away from online dating if you could. Um, the club scene, don't take women from there too seriously. Like I said, 
Uh, women from the club, they shouldn't get too much of your time. You should be able to tell within the first few minutes if this woman is actually down with going back, coming back home with you or she's just wasting your time for attention. And the best way you can cut down that attention is cut to the chase and be like, let's bring this back to my place. And if she's not, all right, cool. Well, I hit you up another time. Have fun for the rest of your night. You go on about your business. All right, so <clears throat> final thoughts. Uh, what he's saying about dating apps in the past is absolutely correct. In fact, when we come back, we're going to go through something from Tom Likas. I want to go through that because I've talked about it a minute ago and it makes so much sense to bring it up because this is from, I think, 2003, maybe 2004. And he was talking about how Match.com had all of these single mothers and all of these out of shape women. So. I think that's what we're going to talk about when we get back. I got to take a piss, so I'm going to play. I'm, I'm actually trying to gather a lot of my older music that I've lost within my email that I can't get access to. So I'm going to play a lot of my older shit going forward. But right here, I'm going to play this. This is long enough for me to do what I need to do, but I shouldn't be long. But in the meantime and in between time, I will be right back. <laughs> Yeah. 
All right, we back in this motherfucker, man. The Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm going to stick to my word because we already an hour and 11 minutes in. This might just be a two hour piece to go along with the 58 minutes I did earlier, maybe over an hour, I think I did earlier today. So this will tie into a three hour piece for today, reach my limit, my goal for each day, including the weekend, which is tomorrow. Shout out to the weekend warriors out there who are out there setting up their plans to go to the beach plans to go places. I haven't taken any vacation days, even though I think I have four, but it is what it is. It's just been uh, a summer of essentially work and podcasting. Um, every now and then I might skate tonight. I might skate a little bit tonight, but I made the promise to bring up this Tom Likas video. Hopefully I can find it. Hopefully. Um, don't put kid pics on match.com. Snickers burnt. Snickers, Snickers a bug out. Um, dating online, withdrawing pictures. Come on, I gotta find this. He, he was talking about single mothers on Match.com. Let's see if I can. Maybe if I put single mothers after. Let's see. <clears throat> Uh, Tom like his problem with dating single mothers, just in case we don't find that, just in case we don't find a video that I'm looking for, we will play that because that's only like eight minutes long. Then we got single mothers on dating websites. This might be it. This might in fact be it. I may be wrong though, but we're going to roll the dice with this shit anyway. Let me turn this down just in case the ad pops up because I know it will. Uh, okay, let's see. Really care about fair use, nigga. Fair use. Shout out to Time Classics. They got a good amount of uh, the Tom Lakers show from back in the day. It's a different kind of a radio talk program. We're the radio talk show that is by a right-wing wacko. I'm a right-wing wacko. I know he's a liberal, and, you know, people that know my opinion on those people, you'll know. I'm not even going to go there. But, yeah. Every time he gets, like, political or he gets into the atheist talk, that's kind of when I tune out. There's some people that I can kind of just go through and kind of weed out a lot of that shit and kind of get more into the message beyond it. But some people, uh, I'd rather not listen to them. 
convicted felon? No! I am your host. Write down our toll-free telephone number. You're going to need it. It's 1-800-5800-TOM. 1-800-5800-866. Uncle. I'm saying uncle. Okay, and the reason I'm saying uncle is not because of the number of nieces and nephews I have who... Whose names I don't know? No. That's not why I'm saying uncle. I'm saying uncle because so many of you, and I mean so many of you, cruising around the Internet saw the following article I'm going to read to you. And uh, you all knew I would have an opinion about it if only I would read it. So uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, or for you girls whose boyfriends uh, haven't shown you how to log on to the Internet or how to turn on the computer... And I know there are many of you out there. Uh, let me read to you this article. Uh, it is uh, appearing on the um, MSN.com website, but it is actually a promotion for Match.com. Yes. Yes, this is it. Guys, this is it. Now, this is from Match.com. I'm trying to figure out what year this, is, this came out a while ago. The origins of this... It's a long time ago, but this was actually uploaded 2016. But this was at least, matter of fact, we might find out the year we go through this. But I'm glad I found this because I was actually looking for this clip for at least a month or so. Because I brought this up because I've listened to this when I was at the job. Because I, I tend to listen to Tom Likas. I'll go back to Tom Likas every now and then. I'll even go back to Kevin Samuels, rest in peace. Even before he died, I would always be on and off with a lot of his content and different other other different people. I don't I don't try to put myself in this echo chamber where I have to be around people who think the exact same way that I think, because I know that that's damn near impossible, especially today where everybody's fucking plugged into this matrix and everybody decided to take the blue pill and choose to live that ignorant lifestyle. I can't do that. And because of that, um, you know, I'm in here doing what I do best. But when I found this clip, I knew that I had to bring this up because there were times and I got to go into the house. Grab my fucking cigarettes. But I've heard this before anyway, so I get a, I can play this while I go into the crib real quick. But I wanted to gather this because I've been talking about single mothers a lot for, I don't know, a while now. Not every episode, but every now and then I'll bring it up because it's the common thing that's brought up by women. It's not just me repeating myself. It's just me reacting to the bitches repeating themselves. Sometimes my reaction varies on the subject and the situation, but most of the time it's stern. But I want you to hear this recorded. It's a classic. Where the pathetic... Meet the losers, for the most part. Other exceptions? Yeah, don't call in, okay? But generally speaking, pathetic. Let me read to you this article. It appears in MSN.com's Love and Relationships section, which it says here is, quote-unquote, powered by Match.com meaning probably sponsored by. 
This article is called 15 Reasons to Date Single Moms by Susan Hayden. By the way, just because we rip Match.com doesn't mean we haven't been there. I've been there. I've seen what's there. Single moms, fat chicks, you know who's on Match.com, okay? Hey, you. So, of course, Match.com is going to put an article like this up there. Because of the preponderance of single mothers, and you should be aware of this when you use one of these online dating services, uh, the reason women use these online dating services is not because they're nines and tens and they have low self-esteem. These are women with kids who don't get out of the house at all. So they put the kids in front of the TV with Cartoon Network or the Disney Channel playing. Then they log on looking for love, and you are what they find. Think about that. I was cruising by yesterday. I saw the little princess playing on TV yesterday. These single moms have that playing in the background while they're online saying, what are you wearing? Okay, please. It's like sad. So we know who uses these online dating services, okay? Single mothers. And by the way, might I add, before I read this article to you, it is single mothers who had had their self-esteem beaten down until they got a match.com and lied about their looks and downplayed the fact that they had kids and what have you and couldn't believe the response they got, and so many guys responded, it raised their self-esteem, and then they start getting picky. Then they start saying, hey, I don't need you, i got 187 other responses. You don't even want to get into that soup, you know what I'm saying? Do not use Match.com or any online dating service. Don't do it. The last thing you need is some chick who has so much email, her box is full of responses from guys who don't know that she's 185 pounds, she's five foot one, that the uh, picture of her was her high school graduation picture that she uh, cut and pasted from classmates.com. Another place she's probably cruising looking for love. And uh, the fact that she has kids is buried underneath all the verbiage about how she wants to be treated like a queen. Do you really want to compete with all these guys? All the guys who are responding to get that? Oh, yeah. We explored Match.com, AdultFriendFinder.com. I've seen all of them. Yahoo has their own personals. I've seen what's there. Many of you send me personal ads from these websites, and uh, it's a sad lot All right, this article from uh, Susan, Susan Hayden of Match.com is called 15 Reasons to Date Single Moms. Let's take these 15 reasons and analyze them, shall we? Uh-oh. Okay, here's the article. Trying to meet that special someone presents a special challenge for most single moms. Huh. First of all, between playing chef, chauffeur, and chief homework helper, it's hard to find time to think about love. By the way, I might add, boys, it's also hard to find time to have sex. Sex. Which is why you're looking to date. Hard time to find sex. You know what that shit reminds me of? I think I brought this up before. 
I watch uh, the Catch a Predator, Dateline NBC. Shout out to shout out to the homie um, Chris Hansen. Apparently, he got caught cheating, and they tried to cancel him for it. But like, like every other nigga that gets caught up in a situation of cheating, it's like, yeah, it is what it is. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, there, there's no like getting around it. Can't really make up excuses. It's like Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods didn't get canceled. He got silenced. That's a difference. When you get canceled, it's it's essentially promoted that you're being exposed. Like with Tiger Woods, he got exposed and then he got silenced. Where he's still making a decent amount of money or he still has the money that he was making beforehand, but it's nowhere near what he used to make. You know what I mean? But yeah, back in the day, even back in the day, before I was even, during the time when I was in high school, this fuckery took place, man. This fuckery took place even back in high school. Someone in the first place. If you want to get laid and you have to compete with a woman who's playing chef, chauffeur, and homework helper, <sighs> plus maybe she has a job to support herself because of the last loser she was with who impregnated her and now won't pay any child support, now where do you fit in? Let's just start with that. The article continues. Says here that many single moms fear that potential dates will be turned off by the thought of an instant family. And here's what she says next. Nothing can be further from the truth. (laughs) 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 Bye-bye. Bug out. It's crackers burnt, bro. Of course we're turned off by that idea. That's why so many of you lie about having kids in the the personal ads. You lie or you bury it underneath a lot of verbiage and stuff because you know how we feel. We know what it's like to be around you and those crumb crunchers. We know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this woman with a vested interest... The 8 zillion single mothers who populate sites like Match.com goes on to say that single moms possess attributes that uniquely qualify them to be successful partners in any relationship. Here are just a few reasons why single moms make great mates. Negative. Negative. Let's analyze, shall we? One. This is a single mom they're talking about. You can feed your dog, take out the trash, and pay your taxes... All while making the world's best brownies. Jesus Christ. Boys, under the age of 40, how many girls do you know, born in the United States of America, will cook anything anymore? True. I knew one thought in life that made a good cheesecake. And I and when I tell you guys, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful... But when I tell you guys that's the only quality that she generally had, I'm, I'm not making this shit up. Okay? I'm not going to make that up. She can make something. And that didn't even involve bacon, nigga. Like, you just mixing shit up, putting it in the refrigerator, bitch. But still, it came out tasting immaculate. Impeccable. But that was the only quality that she had. Everything else, she was just, she was terrible. 
there are exceptions, but it's it's just off of a few exceptions. That doesn't really add up to much now, does it? Because if you say something, if a guy were to say looks matter, you would have the response. Like I said, the pill perspective is a general response where a blue pill guy would just tell you, oh, that's BS. Oh, you're just being toxic. You got to be yourself. You got to do this and that. A red pill guy will tell you to just be you and be a better you. And I think when it comes to black pill, it's just come to the realization that it is what it is. You, It is based off of looks. But I think a lot of guys don't primarily go off of looks, but that's kind of what it appears to be. But still, like I said, the entitlement of these women goes back to even match.com in its heyday. When's the last time a woman made a meal for you? Whether she has kids or not. Mm. The last time I dated a single mother? Mm. Oh, yeah, she cooked. Mwah. Tyson corn dogs. Oh, shit. No. Tricks. <laughs> Ding dongs. This thing is a fucking burnout, bro. Yo, this nigga's a fucking burnout. <laughs> Take out Chinese food. Oh yeah, she cooked. Wow. Yeah. Fruit roll-ups. Yes, yeah, she 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 was great at making those fruit roll-ups. Here's how you make a fruit roll-up. Go to the store, buy wow. a box of fruit roll-ups, press tab to open. Mission failed. Mission, oh yeah. Mission failed. I did not see a single brownie the entire time. Disgraziad. <laughs> oh my god the only brownies were the nips that was about it two this is again talking about a single mother you can understand babbling what is that an implication that men babble <laughs> we don't even want to talk to you here's what we want you to do take your clothes off spread your legs Insert here. That's it. The lie detector test determined you are telling the truth. Do we really want to sit there and talk to you about what your day was like? <laughs> DVD got stuck in the machine while you were watching Aladdin. You had to go to school to a teacher conference today. Oh. You have to go to Ugh. the supermarket. Oh. You had an argument with your ex-husband. Do we really want to sit and listen to that? I've done the single mother of boys. I'm telling you, that's oh, what it is. Shit. Oh, my God. Not to mention all the money you're going to expend in the course of it. Oh, my God. Number three. <sighs> these are unbelievable. You chase away bad dreams. You chase away bad dreams for your children, maybe. But uh, you cause bad dreams when we see you naked. And then we see the ravages of having children. I must tell you, I've uh, awakened more than once in a cold sweat, imagining stretch marks, that blue thunderbolt that I always talk about, that, oh, that one blue shit. vein that goes all the way down the center of your gut, oh. the C-sections, oh. Oh. <laughs> unspeakable. Not to mention the fact that, um, well, the word tight wouldn't mean anything to most single mothers. It would be kind of like... Uh, oh. Here. Would you like me to do something down here? 
Four, you don't have time to touch the remote. Well, you may not have time to touch the remote, but have you ever been at the home of a single mother? There's no point touching the remote because you're going to be watching the Cartoon Network, the Damn. Disney Channel, Damn. the ABC Family Channel. Damn. I know them all, by the way. <laughs> uh, something called Toon Disney. That's what you're going to be watching at a single mom's home. You're not going to be watching the ball game. Mwah. Absolutely not. And let me remind you, you're not going to be watching the ball game even if mom has boys. And the reason is because mom will tell the boys that dad was a jerk. And mom will tell the boy, hey, you know, you ought to be watching gymnastics. Or maybe you ought to tune into, like, um, you know, uh, romantic comedies or, um, you know, sitcoms about family life and stuff like that. The kid's not going to be watching football with you on Sunday afternoon. Not happening. Don't even think about it. Okay? Number five, you coddle and humor when necessary, especially on sick days. Uh, mostly what I got from single mothers when I was around them, whether I was dating them or not, they're always tired because they're always staying up way late because the kids never go to bed on time because there's no man around the house to tell the kids to go to bed on time. Message. They always have to get up way early to take the kids to school. And they have to run in six different directions. So there isn't much time left to humor anybody. And if there's anything left, it goes to the kids. Number six, once you've had to change dirty diapers, dealing with your boyfriend's messy socks is no sweat. Again, what country are we talking about here? Seven, you know when to say no. As one of you wrote in to me, that's a benefit? That's a benefit to a man? A woman who knows when to say no? <laughs> we want to be with a woman who doesn't know how to say no. A woman who has, knows how to say no, please. By the way, the way kids misbehave these days, do you really think most single mothers know how to say no? Look around. Eight, you learned how to share the last breakfast bar. What the fuck? Of course, uh, in a man's house, we don't eat breakfast bars, okay? Pizza, hamburgers, hot dogs, six. That's what men eat. Men don't eat breakfast bars. We eat breakfast bars and fruit roll-ups when we're dating single mothers. <laughs> the last time I had a... Tango down. A fruit roll-up, I was sharing it with a seven-year-old child. Oh, my God. And I haven't had one since. Nine, you know which games are worth playing. Look, there's only one game I like to play with a woman, and that's called Hide the Salami. And if you don't like to play that game, you're out. <laughs> Yeah, this thing is, yo, this thing is burnt out to the max, bro. Yeah, this, <laughs> yo, you could not do this shit today, bro. God damn, this nigga was coming direct. This was on the radio at the time, guys. I want you, I want y'all all to realize this, especially the Gen Z. See, you when you were probably still in Pampers, this shit was on the radio. This was on the radio. 
way before a, a, a good portion of men, whether it was the ghost nation and then before it became men going their own way, there were several things, but it all resonated from this guy, Tom Likas. And um, <laughs> he's in here cooking. That's it. Tim, the compassion and consideration you learned as a mom will help your relationship survive. In a world where relationships end all the time. Well, is that so? What happened to the uh, baby daddy? Oh, shit. <laughs> Message. If that's true. What happened to that relationship? The guy you call an a-hole, a jerk, a deadbeat. What happened to him? <laughs> Being a single mother means you'll not make a relationship survive? Fat chance. Eleven, you're a skilled negotiator. Again, I don't want to be with women who know anything about negotiating. Because that means I get to negotiate for half of my wallet. Which I don't want to handle. Twelve, dirt is not such a big deal anymore. Yeah, what's the positive side of that? Yeah, You know what? I, I must tell you, the last single mother I was with, you know, beautiful woman, disheveled half the time. Walking around in sweatshirts and sweatpants and her hair a mess <laughs> in her little sweaty apartment with the two kids. <clears throat> Tell you what. Yeah, dirt's no big deal. Place is a mess. <laughs> Everybody eating up. He's out here not playing any games, man. This <laughs> nigga's roasting bitches on the airwaves. Like, yo, this is some, this is the reason why guys like myself can look back probably close to 10 years or from he's, from when he started over 10 years ago and still have a lot of things to grasp from what he was bringing out during the times where a lot of guys weren't trying to deal with the criticism. A lot of guys didn't want to deal with the backlash, but then there's a few guys who actually benefit from the backlash or they benefit from bringing those topics up because they know the reaction that they'll get. See what I mean? So let's get back into this shit, man. This is a classic right here. I want y'all to know this is an exclusive I made a decision just now. Well, not just now. But while I was playing um, Tom Likas, I think what we did earlier, I'm going to scrap it. And we're just going to do three hours tonight. I feel that I can do it. I feel that I want to do so. And why not, man? I don't got to worry about work. I don't got to really worry about anything. I really don't like that. I don't know. I may have to get this checked out. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm good. Air conditioner is kind of retarded, but I'm still going to. We're still going to get through it. Of course, the temperatures went down. It's um, 9.13. We're going to get through the rest of this. But, yeah, we're going to do a longer episode because, like I said, this is probably, like, what, 30-something minutes long? And I want to get through most of this. We're already 15 minutes in. So this is 35 minutes long. But I'm saying all this to say that 
nothing is special about me and what I say. My message is generally the same and it's from the same people that I've listened to. It's just articulated in a different fashion and from a different perspective. Being a black man on top of being conservative, that should already explain enough. And I can still mention people like Tom Likas or uh, Jordan Peterson just because, like, you know, these are still logical people. I may not agree with them in certain aspects, but I don't want to live in an, uh, an echo chamber anyway, like I mentioned earlier. Everybody else's plates. Oh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> 13. And I'd like to know the benefit to a man here. Uh, you can slay dragons and tackle the boogeyman. Okay. 14. You pick your battles. Yes. And you'll save them all for your boyfriend. Right, ladies? Huh. Who wants to fight with your cute children? No. And see, that's another thing. <clears throat> During that time, there wasn't really a lot of conversations about how single mothers were really becoming like an alarming thing on dating apps and in a lot of these places online. Right. Before social media was even used as a thing, you see what I mean? This is before YouTube <laughs> in a lot of cases. So this is before video streaming and anything like that. So during these times, this is where you actually seen the peak women starting to have that entitlement, even as a single mother. And she expects that a guy. And this is this is the weird and almost retarded thing about a lot of these women. They expect a guy to just forget that she has a child, but at the same time, acknowledge the child and become a stepfather of the child. It's the most irrational, illogical decision slash thought that they have in their brains. I I only I can only look at but uh but a few people and in the terms of this situation where a guy will just decide, hey, you know what? Yeah, this chick has a three year old but she's nice. She's cooperative. Maybe the guy doesn't want to have that direct responsibility of a child, but he just wants, you know, there are a few guys that have this mindset. And we all know, and I'm not even going to play the sound, but we all know who, what type of guys have that mindset. Sort of that provider keyword. That's a clue to what I want to say. A provider characteristic where even he'll take on a woman and her problems. Guys like a Tom Likas were people who told guys to actually become selfish because that's all these women are to begin with in a lot of cases where if you have things, she doesn't necessarily in most cases care about how you get it. She just knows she has it and she wants it. <clears throat> a lot of women are going to do whatever they take to get it. Um, this can go. This is coming from either a drug dealer or from videos from TikTok. It's the same effect. The only difference is women feel that they don't need a man because they can get that validation from the uh, the engines, if you will, of social media, TikTok, Instagram, etc., Twitch, you name it. But that validation and the sympathy is still coming from weak-minded men. So, so the women that talk about they don't need a man, they'll always need a man if for anything but validation and to use a man 
for his possessions and to ultimately use a man for his time. Rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill. Fight with the boyfriend, fight with the ex-husband. You pick your battles. And 15, you tolerate cartoons on Saturday mornings. Jesus. Uh, let me tell you something. If I'm in bed with you Friday night, I don't want to be watching cartoons on Saturday morning. But if you're a single mother and I'm stupid enough to stay over, that's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> this nigga's burnt, man. This nigga's burnt. Well, you prepare uh, tricks for everybody. <sighs> okay. Oh, my God. So those are the 15 reasons. And by the way, this is somebody who sat down. She works with Match.com, a website that caters to single mothers and other losers like that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> this is somebody who had time to think about this. And this was the 15 best reasons she could come up with. Do you think I'm being unreasonable? Tom, Tom like it. Yeah, yeah, that's Tom Likas, man. We're going through some some classic Tom Likas clips. <clears throat> matter of fact, <clears throat> excuse me, matter of fact, we may go through a couple of classic clips. And I'm going to play these clips knowing that there's a lot of chances that I've never played many of these content creators, let alone their content. But I want to do so just to point out a few things. My perspective... It started naturally black pill because I was at a point where I was out of a relationship and there was a short period of time that I felt hopeless. Not just hopeless when it came into a relationship, but hopeless when it came into direction and where I was going and what I wanted to accomplish, what I haven't accomplished. I wasn't even thinking short term when it came to goals. I didn't think short term when it came to steps. I was a fucking bum. I was a square in a lot of ways. But the time that I was pulling bitches, that was the distraction. And I've learned, and not, in a, and not necessarily in a disrespectful manner, I just learned that a lot of women, a lot of females represent distractions. And those distractions can be healthy in a lot of ways, but today's case with modern women, they're going to take advantage of your time, your energy, and your resources. These are modern energy prostitutes, modern energy and time terrorists. These are the type of women who will, I mean, her, the women today, their thing is validation. And I think validation would go over vanity when I talk about Eve, the destruction of women, E-V-E. I think it should be entitlement, validation, and expectations. Entitlement, validations, and expectations. That alone is the self-destruct mechanism for modern-day bitch. Modern-day whorehound is pretty much a primary suspect. You, you see these bitches on a regular basis and won't even realize it because they're so basic. Like I said earlier, you see these women on dating apps or you see these women with social media. They're so dolled up with all this makeup. You see a bitch going to the grocery store. And she's dressed like a fucking peasant. <laughs> Bitches dressed like a fucking square. But anyway, we're going to get right back into this shit. Because we're not even done yet. We still got probably like 10 minutes of this shit left. I'm going to play it all. 
Fair use, nigga. Fair use. 1-800-5800-TOM. If there was no women in this world, what would you do? Y'all be running around circles. No, going, we, uh, no, no we wouldn't. Yeah, you would. No, we'd be uh, slapping the salami. The dumb <laughs> show. Slapping the salami. Like this. Only on Hot Dog 1080 KOTK. Oh, yeah, the Tom Like is show. 1-800-5800-TOM. That's that telephone number. Marcus, on a cell phone, you're on the Tom Like is show. Hello. Hello, Messiah. Hello, Marcus. Okay, I got to tell you, Tom, you hit the nail on the head with this subject, as you normally do, and I got to tell you, the the bitch I was with for two (laughs) freaking years wasted my time, wasted my money, wasted my sex drive. baby. Bye-bye. Insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what's crazy? I forgot what video I was listening to. I think it was Tom. It was Tom Likas. No, it wasn't Tom Likas. It was actually Andrew Tate. I want to see if I can find it. Because now I can play the short that I was actually looking for. Hopefully I can find it here. But if I can't, fuck it. I'll just get back to the Tom Likas video talking about depression. And I think I mentioned something last episode. Because this is how fucked up my mind works. I mentioned something last episode that I just remembered, and it was a screenshot that I had about male suicides and things of that nature. So I want to go over that in a little bit as well. Like I said, yo, this is straight up a Freestyle Friday. You know what I mean? A a, a traditional, no pun intended, aspect to what was formerly called the Red Pill Party Podcast. Now it is the Crimson Capsule Chapel. The reason why I changed the name because it sounds catchy and it's also the name of my YouTube account. So I figure if I name everything just one fucking thing down the line, it will be easier for people to network with people back and forth for people who are interested in networking. I'm not a type of guy that uh, separates myself from black pill necessarily. Certain black pill, um, uh, sort. I would say TFL is like the exception because I have a soft spot for those guys, pause. So I don't I don't attack those guys in a lot of ways. A percentage of me, even though a small percentage is still a percentage, understands what they're going through. It's just their way of doing things and their way of going about it. And, tr- and they're not really trying to get to the next level, a lot of these guys. It's a poor representation of Black Pill. <clears throat> and I think those guys get caught up into the web, and that's how a lot of people identify the black pill as that but let me go am i on that no i'm not on the internet okay good i'm actually on youtube history motherfucker before this was separate oh never mind shorts cool i can probably find it now hopefully um where the fuck is Andrew Tate? Most of the time, this nigga's flooded on the fucking shorts, or at least the selection of the people I listen to. This is actually just all random. I don't even think this is really history. It might be, actually. Hold on. Fuck it. We're going to continue to talk. But <clears throat> I always have a, I always have a tendency of going back going back in a sense of 
those who are talking about subjects similar are pretty much the same of what I'm talking about are people that I that I listen to and get a lot of insight from and just use my personal experiences to tie along with it. You know, other people are kind of just, you know, out of the ordinary people that I would typically not listen to. Andrew Tate is a person who, like I said before, is a dickhead, but I, I think he's probably one of the the best representation of that guy. But the only difference is, <clears throat> and that's the problem with a lot of red pill content creators with the red pill. It's always the super successful guys. It's never just the average guys going through, going through their day, going through their progress, the way that I tend to do it. And, you know, I've started from the beginning where I pretty much just had a negative mindset when it came to a lot of things. And I was able to make that progress. And, um, you know, find a better way out of it, I guess. Let me see if I can find this. This is probably not it. The men who are out here only trying to have sex with women and have no emotional connection, they're weirdos. A lot of this red pill, how to get girls stuff, a lot of them are like that as well. They're like the, the peak masculine uh, uh, life is just to have a bunch of women that you barely know. And that, that's, yeah. that's ridiculous, right? Every man, if you want to have a good life, you need to have a good relationship with a good woman. When you yes. get sick, it's your woman who's going to care, not your boys, right? But you can love her and she can love you with all her heart. You can love each other. You can be prepared to take a boat for her. <laughs> and still go the bitches. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Did, you know what I'm saying? Be... What's, what's that girl's name? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Christina P. Uh, she's a, she's actually funny. I like her, too. I'm a, I'm a bit biased. I like her, too. She's a tracker. She's an older chick. She has that uh, podcast where she's like a mom and shit. And that's her gimmick talk about being a mom which is cool because guess what she's with her husband you see how we can just celebrate life like that see me i'm not a red pill dickhead i'm just a dickhead in general the red pill made me a little bit more aware i just had to weed out a lot of the puas and a lot of the snake oil salesmen along the way i tend to find more realism in the black pill but i don't side specifically with the black pill just like a lot of aspects that I've learned in the beginning was more from a MGTOW perspective, but I don't consider myself MGTOW, but I am essentially going my own route. I've been doing my own thing for a number of years. But yeah, I understand what he's saying. Definitely. I think my phone is charged all the way. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. Take that off the charger. Good. But yeah. He's right, but at the same time, this is from a guy who has <laughs> millions of dollars. You see, there's a lot of there's a lot of things you can point out with Andrew Tate, but the thing is, I get it. A lot of like you'll see videos where he'll break character, and you know it's just a character, and it, it's not to say that he's a fake person by any means. It's just he's coming from a different mindset that most men aren't going to understand. Now, if you pay attention to the message instead of the messenger, you may get a thing or two. Deal. We gotta do. We gotta do. We gotta do. The men who are out here only trying to have One more time. have no emotional connection. They're weirdos. A lot of this red pill, how to get girls stuff. A lot of them are like that as well. They're like the, the peak masculine uh, uh, life is just to have a bunch of women that you barely know, and that, that's yeah. stupid. That's ridiculous, right? Every man, if you want to have a good. Now, here's the alternative, though. Those guys who find a red pill, 
they don't find it because they reach that emotional state, that 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 emotional state. They actually reach that peak while being with the woman because the woman just suck their lives dry, their resources and not suck the proper way. If you guys catch my drift, they'll suck their lives. That's why their energy, their energy vampires and their time terrorists. If you allow them, they'll take advantage of your time. But that's not the um, that's not the one that I'm looking for, actually. But it doesn't matter. We're going to find it anyway. Because <clears throat> most of what Tom Lakis was saying was what I wanted to get anyway. The first part where he explained it before he got into the calls. That was back when people knew how to fucking do radio and knew how to organize shit. Anyway, let's continue to go through here. Because it's something that the Tate brothers had said... I don't know why I didn't like it. I would have typically, because I go through this shit all the time. Andrew, all right, hold up. Getting closer, I think. Yeah, man, this is just a freestyle Friday. Kicking back, smoking this joint. Already smoked like two joints. I got to make sure. Matter of fact, let me make sure right now. Make sure I have enough for tomorrow. Homeboy's supposed to come through, drop off a care package, a half a Uchi of some quality weed, 10 times out of 10. Anyway, let's see. We got to find this now, man. Fuck. Oh, I think I went through most of it. Well, that's it, I guess. Can't go back any further. Let me see this last one at least. Don't watch porn. Don't watch porn. Have cold showers. In general, you watch porn now and again, is it going to destroy your life now? If you abuse porn, it's all you watch is going to destroy your life probably. But that's the same with anything. You drink vodka sometimes, your life's fine. It's all about moderation. Don't watch porn. <laughs> Don't watch porn. Have cold showers. This nigga's bugging, man. Shout out to Andrew Tate. All right. Like I said, I don't, the reason why I couldn't just identify with groups of people or the reason why I couldn't identify in particular, in particularly with one specific group is because as a man, you're going to go through all of these stages in life one way or another. You may not identify with it as the black pill, but you're going to have those moments where you're going to face some harsh realities and you may not handle it the best way, or you may actually learn from it and be able to use that in development of who you are. A lot of people, like I said, to each his own, everything is for everything, everything ain't for everybody. And, um, you know, whatever route you go, you're going to have that experience. That whole alpha and beta shit for me is just characteristics. I like using it because it's funny, and people that use it is even funnier. And that's not even a disrespect thing. It's just, I think every guy in the manosphere would point out betas and, and point out beta male providers and sort of, with me, I kind of break it down to just beta male characteristics or, you know, an alpha mindset rather than rather than a guy 
oh yeah, this guy's alpha, this guy's this, this guy's that. I don't know people personally to put that label on somebody. Um, and on top of that, if you're being more realistic for those guys out there who have what they have now, when they didn't have what they had, they probably didn't have the opportunity. They didn't have the women. So that's kind of more of a introspective harsh reality. If that makes any sense where it's something that you would actually have to think back and come to a realization with. Most guys aren't capable of doing that. Anyway, we're going to continue to push forward. I know we are uh, two hours in, hour and 59 minutes, which gives us one more hour. We in this bitch till 1030. Yes, sir. We in this bitch till 1030. It's 934 p.m. right now. I'm in his car. High as a motherfucking kite. Trying to figure out, did I did I put that joint out or did I like get rid of it? No, it's in here. Alright, good. Just wanna make sure I have all my weed on me, man. I gotta organize some things eventually. But I wanna continue to go through some of the content creators. I think that that's what I'll actually do. I wanna go through some of the content creators that I've came across when I first started getting into the understanding and the awareness of the red pill and just of the way of thinking outside of the red pill, more so in the it more manosphere sort of black ass, the black aspect of pretty much everything I just said. All right. One of those people were, of course, Tom Likas. The other one was this man, Thinking Man's Templar. We're going to see if we can find a short clip, maybe a snippet. Because this guy always had just crazy videos, crazy subjects, distractions, blissfulness, ignorance, and rumors. Fair use, by the way.
And now for our feature presentation. Oh shit, hold up guys. Damn, I didn't mean to do that. Fuck. Bluetooth audio. Did not mean to do that. My bad. Bluetooth audio. My bad. I'm black. I'm going to go through this again. A little bit more. All right, good. Wanted to turn this up. Try to get through this uh, beginning here. In the winds of time. All right, hold up. And I'm fa- Most high in the name of Yah. All glory be to Yah. I know that I am nothing but dust in the winds of time. And I am forever humbled and grateful for your blessings. Amen. As the world falls on his axis as the United States grows closer and closer to a third world war with China and Russia looming. Everyone is worried about the wrong things. People are worried about their latest TikToks and their latest Instagrams. Who's the flyest girl on Instagram and what's the new twerk song and who's got the new drama YouTube's up to his usual tricks and distractions. Well, everybody's worried about Abba and Preach, fresh and fit, and all of this dumb shit. Distractions. The world is beginning to move into another dimension, another chapter. No one's prepared. Everything that's happened in the last two years has been part of a cold war. A cold war has been going on for decades. China and Russia has been looming in the background, waiting for the opportunity to find America at its weakest, and that time is now. They've created a way to circumvent the economy, topple it, keep Americans locked in their homes, scared, while these countries continue to build themselves up economically. The morality of the country is gone. From the outside looking in, if you were a person looking to invade or destroy this place, it seemed like the perfect time. While everyone's distracted with their latest foolery online, I wonder, what would you do? If you heard the sirens in the air and broadcast online saying, find shelter what would you do what would be your final thoughts what would be the things running through your mind have you taken the steps to prepare to give yourself a chance to give yourself an opportunity to escape this 
Have you broken your emotional bond with America? Are you still emotionally tied to her like an old ex-girlfriend that you can't leave, but you know she doesn't love you anymore? So all this talk on the manosphere, as it begins to grow into this commercialized Frankenstein of what it used to be, mm. full of imposters and clowns, now masquerading as the forefathers, the real teachers, taking points and conversations and turning them into amalgamations of themselves in these silly live streams that almost as comical as an episode of Jerry Springer. All part of the algorithm, see? They pick and choose who they want to spread the messages. The ones who keep the drama going. The ones who refuse to teach. There's real lessons that need to be learned in the minds of men in America become mush. Red pill mush. Manosphere toxins that have been doing more harm than good, honestly. Yeah, a lot of your favorite content creators are making a good buck by dancing. But understand that. What would you do if you knew all of this would change in the next six months? What would you do if you knew your way of life and the way of life of those you care about on your soil would never be the same? Things are going to change. And as this country always does, as it always has done, it will continue to lull and put society to sleep with your latest drama cases on the news, especially American media. It's always constantly about distraction. Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Smollett. And uh, the lady, uh, what's in it? Epstein's homegirl. <laughs> Maxwell. What's her name? Forgot her name. She was out there doing the fuckery too. This nigga said... Jesse Smoulet. <laughs> big trials, big news. Jesse Smoulet. news. Joe Biden's latest fumble on the microphone. All of these big conversations that keep your mind distracted from the fact that in the war rooms around the world, they're preparing and, excuse me, preparing themselves to bump heads. In these war rooms in America, the soldiers, the gun, the generals, the captains, they're all sitting around and they're conversating about your future, your life, and what will be done to save it if they have to sacrifice you as collateral damage, right? While you're fighting in the streets and claiming that you don't have any ties to this country. You hate this place. Reality will be a sweet teacher for many. I mean, they're literally sitting at these tables, these councils around the world, trying to prevent from one of the biggest and most feared conflicts that can possibly happen. 
because everyone knows that if Russia and China were to ever invade or create a conflict and America was to jump in, that it would lead to one of the most apocalyptic scenes in the history of war. All right, so let me just point out a few things. Number one, there's things that I agree with. Most things I disagree with in this video. The reason why I say this is war has been something that's been a part of propaganda for many years. And many people believe that war will take place. And the preparation of war, of something that may not even in fact happen, is vital. Now, our participation with certain areas and places we shouldn't participate with, because me, I fuck with Putin and I fuck with Russia, personally. And I just find it weird that we are just being put as a country into a position without even a fair opportunity of knowing exactly what is taking place. And you just be infatuated by that. And, you know, today, like I said, a lot of these guys, man, to be honest, every guy who I've mentioned, it's about money. Okay. That's the, that's pretty much what it boils down to with a lot of these guys. Cause they'll tell you that it's not about money and they'll try to point out other people who are making money on the side. But a lot of their content, the shit they put out, they'll have on Patreon and they'll have on other places and opportunities where they can make money too. But it's not advertised. So because it's not advertised on YouTube or it's not advertised on the podcast or if it's not advertised on the platform, that's somehow uh, different. But anyway, like I said, for me, I try to get information from every side of the fence here. We can get a, let me go on my subscriptions. Like I said, this is just a fair use freestyle Friday. Once the heat and this fucking humidity went down fairly nice, it could be a little bit more of a breeze, but I don't give a shit. In about 45 minutes, I'm going back in the house where the AC is at and where my Xbox is still on. Figure out what I'm going to play tonight. I'm going to stay up tonight until about 3 or 4 in the morning. That way, the next day, I can crash early and prepare my body for Sunday and then eventually another week of work. Shout out to Gone With John. Once again, Gone With John. More of a MGTOW content creator. Also, shout out to Sigma Reactions. These are the people that I um, I subscribe to and the people that I'm going to end up using a lot of clips from via fair use in the future. So if you get a chance, check out Sigma Reactions on YouTube. Uh, black, black underscore pill underscore on underscore steroids aka red pill on steroids also like i said going with john we're gonna go through a clip with this man all right never argue with a woman let's get it do we gotta add yes we do turn the volume now just in time and let's continue
argue with a woman, guys. Ever. Never, ever, ever. I know it's tempting. I know they try to pull you in, but there's a very old saying, never wrestle with a pig. And I'm not comparing them to pigs, but you know what I'm saying. The saying is never wrestle with the pig because the pig will only drag you down into the mud and the pig will enjoy it. Do you understand that many women, not all, you know, hold off on the all police. Many women enjoy a good argument, a little bit of drama, a back and forth, a push and a pull, guys. Us men, we like peace. No ripples in the water so that we can focus on our goals, our dreams, and the things that we want to do as men. Most women, not so much, guys. They like excitement. They like something new, ups and downs, things to talk about with their friends. You won't believe what he said to me. Guys, never argue with them. If you sense that a woman is getting argumentative with you, just say, you can be right. And then shut up. Nothing else. Become stoic. If you don't know what it means, Google it. It's a beautiful idea, it's a beautiful philosophy and a way to live your life in which you can avoid the traps and pitfalls of those who would attempt to pull you down into the mud. Now, shout out to this guy. Definitely a more MGTOW perspective. This is the problem with stoicism. And I've learned this earlier on where you can be stoic as much as possible, right? But if you're too stoic around women, women will get that, they'll get that thought in their head that they can just do whatever they want. And once they feel that they can do that, you're out of that zone. You're pretty much in the friend zone. So being stoic, essentially as a man, is just not necessarily reacting to shit as much as the average man will essentially react to things. You know what I mean? The average man is not going to um, be stoic in a lot of situations. He's going to go back and forth. A lot of these men today are just as emotional as the females, and in some cases more, because their upbringing of a single mother household. I do believe it was Ice Cube who said, never pull over your Bentley to argue with someone at the bus stop. Mm. This is the same idea, guys. Gangsterism. Never let someone steal your happiness because they want to have a fight or an argument or act aggressively. Just walk away because this is where the true power comes from. But if you can be manipulated and pulled into a fight or an argument, well, you'll become emotional in that process. And at some point you will mess up. Most of us are not orators like Kevin Samuels. We cannot sit and have a discussion with someone who is arguing at a steady pace and simply remain relaxed. Even Kevin lost it a few times with some of those people on the channel. Not those people, but you know what I'm saying, women. Wow. Um, don't fight with them, guys. It's not worth it. It's going to hurt you in the long run. That You have better things to do with your time. And I don't know about you, but the times that I've attempted to argue with women and found, you know, found myself in a position where there was a constant back and forth and it was going on for days and it's stressful, stressful. It affects your sleep patterns. It affects the way you eat. It affects the way you do your job. It affects the way you smile when you hear a funny joke. So don't argue guys, learn to control this instinct because most of you who watch my channel probably are already aware of this. I've talked about it many times, but I still have men that come in my con uh, comment section 
that want to argue. Oh, I disagree. What about this? You don't know about this. Whoever said that's feminine behavior. Typically, these men are married and in a miserable relationship and want to argue my points on marriage or relationships on my videos because they're in a happy, productive relationship. That's why they're so angry and aggressive in the comments, because their life is so pleasant. I don't know all these people. I have no business in arguing with a stranger, and I have nothing to prove to Sally Pants 22. Do you see what I'm saying, guys? Don't get pulled into the trap of arguing with people. Strangers, women for sure. Oh my God. At least if you're arguing with a man, you guys can come to a realization and put out information and each one of you will take it in and be like, ah, you know what? He's right about that. Maybe I should adjust the way I'm thinking. You're not going to get this with a woman. It doesn't matter if you're right and you've got a schematic of how you're right drawn up by the government. She is going to deny that to the grave guys. And no offense, women. I'm just telling my men, their time could be better spent doing other things. It is a bad idea to get pulled into an argument with someone who wants to argue. And the reason I say that men do this also, some men, certain men, typically blue-pilled, often single mother raised, no offense, I was too, both of those two things. But the need to be right, the need to have a back and forth and an argument to change the mind of someone that you didn't even know existed until a few minutes ago. <sighs> Is this really where we are as a species? I mean, it <laughs> makes sense when I look around at the rest of the world and the things that people are talking about and doing and posting on Instagram and all these other places. And <sighs> I feel like collectively somewhere as a race, we have lost uh, a lot of IQ points altogether. Now, obviously, there are still outliers of people out there, men and women, who are certainly smarter than this, bigger than this, mentally capable of understanding that it's okay to not be right or to be right and be silent about it. It's okay to let the other person think that they're right, guys. If you ever spent time on a farm, I did when I was a young man, my family on my mother's side owned a nice farm out here and a long, long time ago, chickens and all kinds of things out there on the farm. And have you ever, have you ever had to, you know, take out a chicken? Uh, because it's food. I mean, you know, um, not for fun, obviously, but it's food. And when you do that, they run around in circles as if they've won the battle. They've gotten away from you and they strut and they headless. You know, it's, I know that's, I realize that's kind of a strong image to paint for you, but understand <laughs> that some people like to peacock. They like to say, well, I'm right and I'm the best. And I want everyone in this comment section to know that I'm smart. <sighs> guys, 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 you don't have to prove anyone your intelligence whatsoever. I know on these videos, I come on here and I talk a big game about uh, my logic and this and that and the, but I take no credence to it. I take no credit to it, to my name, you know, my actual government name. I'm just gone with John. I'm just a guy on the internet in glasses, sunglasses. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to say that I, my government name is smart or better than anyone else or anything else. I'm simply saying that from my point of view, this is what I'm putting out here for you guys to think about. You don't have to agree with me. Just think about it. You know, give it an honest opinion. Then, what do you think? Am, am I right about this? Am I wrong? Do most women enjoy a good old-fashioned argument? 
Do you enjoy a good old-fashioned roll in the mud? Of course not. But there again lies another fucking reason why guys like myself choose to be single. The arguments, the conflicts, the back and forth, you know, this can even be in the beginning process, just things that I don't really care for, you know, as a man going forward, doing what I need to do to get to where I need to be at. With a woman or without a woman, I need to get to my destination. I won't put down women, but I also damn sure won't put women on a pedestal to get to where I need to be. And that's a major difference. I think I'm getting ready to wrap this shit up. I was going to go three hours. But it's already... We're already like close to two hours and 30 minutes in. So, this gives me a fair enough room to uh, end this episode off. This will probably be separate still. I'll just keep this up as uh, two hours and 30 minutes. And tomorrow, I'll be doing the same thing. I'll probably be doing something based off of a topic. I'll spend my time mostly tomorrow morning gathering information. But as I always say, it's the end of another day. It's actually 10 o'clock p.m. And in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah, the Crimson Capsule Chapel, signing out. Peace.